Welcome to your Journey to Joy podcast. I'm your host, Moira Gorski, and I'm on a mission to help you find joy in the chaos of life. As a retired nurse, multi-passionate entrepreneur, and mom of four adult children, I know what it's like to feel the overwhelm of it all and wonder if and when the joy will show up again. And I've learned it's up to us to go find that joy. On this show, you will hear inspiring stories from those who have overcome all kinds of life challenges, tips on how to stay healthy and vibrant during the ups and downs of life, and simple ways on finding joy in your own life. Let's face it, life is messy, yet when we travel together on this journey, support and encourage each other along the way, that joy starts to show up again. I'm so excited to lead you on this journey of you to find the joyful life that you deserve. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, This is your host, Moira Gorski. So how are you today? Um, I'm recording this and we are just about the end of September. Not sure when it's going to come out, but um, I wanted to make sure that I got this out today because, again, I love to share from my guest that I meet along the way in life. And there's also a lot of life that happens with me. And I have been so thrilled that you have let me into your homes and let me into your earphones and um, so that you can listen to my journey to joy as it has evolved and it continues to evolve over the years. And um, I wanted to share an experience that I had with my daughter uh, at the beginning of this month of September. Now, many of you know, if you've listened to my podcast for a long time, um, My daughter, who is now 24, um, I have three sons and a daughter, and my daughter has struggled since her high school years with a significant eating disorder and mental health challenges. And she's been on quite a road. And part of, I mean, the big reason for me starting this podcast was to share my journey. Uh, I had an eating disorder in college. And um, when I started to see what was happening in front of my eyes with my daughter, it was certainly a pain that I'd never experienced before, a feeling of desperation and fear and sadness that I'd never felt before. And um, I had to learn how to take care of myself. I had to learn how to reach out for help from others. And as a result, I've met so many people. I learned that I needed to be the leader of my own life and, um, and that I couldn't control some of the things around me. And so my first couple of years of this uh, podcast was extremely therapeutic for me. And also, again, great to meet other people and hear their stories. And, um, and I've kept my daughter's story as her story to share. Because that's what it is. It's her story. And there's been plenty of times that I've wanted to share, but I've uh, journaled, I've thought about it myself, I've processed it to myself. And there's times of late that now that my daughter is in a much healthier place, that we've had a lot of conversations and a lot of talks. And I've asked permission if it's okay to share things. Because in the past, I've shared things. And then she heard them and she was not happy that I shared and and whatnot. So this conversation that um, we had, my daughter and I, in this experience, um, I talked to her about it and I shared on social about it. You may have seen it if you follow me, Um, but I asked her permission. So I'm okay to share this. And I think it's really of significance and actually one of my friends and listeners, and if you're out there listening, um, she asked me to perhaps share this on a podcast episode. Uh, So I am. So 
<clears throat> the beginning of this month, uh, again, it's the end of September when I'm recording this, uh, it was Labor Day weekend, and my daughter was invited to attend a wedding of a friend of hers who she had met in treatment some years ago. She'd stayed in touch with her through her struggles and her friend's struggle, and her, her friend uh, found a a gentleman she fell in love with and wanted to marry and so asked her to attend the wedding. And it was, uh, we live in the Chicagoland area and it's, uh, the wedding was in Chattanooga area. So my daughter said, hey, would you come with me to the wedding? Because I don't want to go by myself and drive there or fly there. She just wanted me to have a companion. So I said, sure. Why don't you ask if it's okay, if you can have a plus one <laughs> and see if um, I can attend. And so when she reached out to her, she said, sure, why don't you come? Or your mom can come. And um, she goes, maybe you could be in my wedding. So she was asked to be um, an attendant in this gal's wedding. And so we planned this trip to Chattanooga. It was outside of the Chattanooga area in Jasper Highlands, if you know that area. So we planned the trip. I found an Airbnb to stay in, um, rented a car through Turo. If you haven't checked that site out, you got to do that if you're looking for a car to borrow. And we planned our trip. And um, so much fun. Again, now that my daughter is, I'm doing air quotes, back or in a better state of health and mental health, it's been such a joy to spend time with her and to um, just be her mom again, to be her friend again, to just be in this space of enjoying life and supporting her life and um, her supporting me and what I'm doing. It's been quite lovely. And so this weekend was was like that. We we just had lots of fun going to Chattanooga, flying there, getting the car, seeing the beauty, and uh, ended up renting this uh, Airbnb that, again, I've never been to Chattanooga. It's absolutely beautiful area. Can you raise your hand if you've been there? It's just spectacular. Um, but you know when you're when you're putting your um, deposit down on Airbnb, you're not and you're not really sure of the area. I don't know. I didn't know about things, but we found this really cool place, but it was pretty rural <laughs> where it was. It took us a little while to find it. Um, it was kind of up at the bottom of this mountain and um, it was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And um, again, spent some time uh, checking out the area. I have a friend down there, so I spent some time with her. And what is of significance besides all of the fun time that I had with my daughter is something that my daughter shared with me during the wedding. Um, she had a beautiful blue dress that she wore, uh, as an attendant and I had a black dress that I was on in and, um, it was, it was beautiful, hot. It's just great. Um, and she showed me a picture that had come, I think up on her Facebook or memory someplace, right on social, how they do that. And it was a picture of her and I some five years ago, her in a blue dress and me in a black dress. But we were standing in front of Wrigley Field because we were attending a Luke Bryan concert together. And she said, hey, look at mom, you got a black dress on, I got a blue dress on in this picture and look at me. She goes, I'm super sick in that picture. And she was, she goes, you were probably stressed out of your mind. And yes, I was. She goes, and look at us today. It still brings tears to my eyes. It still gives me chills throughout my body. She shared it with me, but she shared it with a place of like, wow, look at mom, look at where we're, look at where I'm at today. Look at where, where we're at today. And it was, it's so significant. It was such a beautiful moment that she shared with me that we got to share together. 
And it just, I don't know, it still causes me to pause and causes me to say, thank you, God. Because during those five years, boy, what a journey it's been for her and for me. And I love the fact that we found our way. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. Found our way back to each other. We're redefining what what it's like to have our relationship, her and I. Um, and again, a blue dress and a black dress and several years apart and so many things had changed and changed for the good. And I'm so grateful for that. And I just wanted to reflect on that and just share a few things that came to mind when I was thinking about this is for one faith. I learned what faith was all about during that, those struggles of my daughter and her challenges And not only that, but then as a result, how I was struggling, how I was struggling to just be a mom or to be a business owner, an entrepreneur and, and figure out how to deal with my stress and my health. And it was putting a strain on my relationship with my husband and my other kids and my life. And so I was raised in the church and in a pretty conservative church. Um, And I kind of have, I haven't walked away from the church, but I found my way into my own faith. And that's what um, and I'm thankful for those roots that I had um, growing up. But I found my way to my own faith. And I'm so grateful for that because that's helped me, continues to help me today, of having faith that there is a power greater than me that has has the plan for my life, for my daughter's life, for this world. And how, and how it's really hard for me to understand that, but when I choose to have faith and to let that be and to say, okay, somebody else has got this. (laughs) I don't know if you're a mom, have you ever walked outside and just looked up and said, you take them, you take her, you take this. I've done that so many times before with my daughter, with my sons, with my business, with my, you know, it's like, here, you take it. Just looking up to God or that the universe and saying, you take this struggle. I can't, I have to unburden myself with it. That's what faith is all about for me is is giving this over the good and the bad and the uncertainty, giving that over to a power greater than me and letting that be. So that's one thing that I've learned through all of this. And yes, I number two, we can't control others and I can't change others. There were so many times that I wished that I could take all the pain away from my daughter, from my sons, from my people that I know for myself. But I can't, I can't change that. I can't control others. But what I can do is take care of me, right? I can fill my cup up. I can put my oxygen mask on first. I can do what's best for me, even if I'm, you know, because again, I'm part of a family. I'm a mother of four. I'm a, a wife, a mother. Um, and so it's like, I feel like I got to keep the whole family together, right? And I do. I mean, mothers have a lot of, um, I think we do, we don't have a lot of power, but (laughs) we do. You know what I mean? It's like we keep our families together. And um, by, um, and sometimes it's the dads. But I believe in my family, there's a lot that I've done with my family, being able to be home with them as a stay-at-home mom. Um, I've had a home-based business, so I've been able to be home with them. Kind of like, you know, the apron strings are keeping the, the the family together. And that's 
good and we need to continue to do that and share love and say, hey, you know, here's some food, come and visit, you know, I'll make the, the plans or whatever. But we can't control what other people are doing and we can't change other people. But all we can do is take care of ourselves. I've had to learn that. I need to learn to put myself first, even though I'm in a family. I put myself first, take care of myself first. And then, and say, and encourage other people to do the same thing. Encourage my kids to do the same thing. My husband, like, you take care of yourself. Okay? You take care of yourself. I'm going to take care of myself. And then we can, that's all we can do. I can't change somebody else. And I find that kind of a third point is if I look too much in the future and try to change the future by what I'm doing today and try to manipulate things so that the future is going to be different, it causes a lot of discord, at least in my mind and in my body and just all together. And so what I've learned to do is be present for today. Again, what can I do today? How can I make choices today? for today. And yes, what I do today impacts the future. But I find that if I think too much about the future and like, what about this? And what about this? And what's, what's she going to do? And what's he going to do? And what are we going to be like together? And what, how's my business? Like it just throws me off for today. And then I can't be present. And the future will take care of itself. Yes, but it's based on the choices that we make today. And that that's the most important thing is be present today and enjoy it. And my, when my daughter showed me that picture and I looked at her and the beauty that I saw in her eyes that day was like being present to that. Not being like, okay, well, where is she going in her life? And is she really better? And is she going to relapse? And blah, blah, blah. Or what about the past? And what about the impact? of Whatever, right? Be present. We were able to be present in that moment. I gave her a hug, I believe. <laughs> I gave her so many hugs. But I was present to that day, to that moment of, look how far you've come. Look how far I've come. Look us together. Let's take a picture of us together overlooking this beautiful mountain and this beautiful, uh, beautiful, beautiful um, nature that God created. That's being present. Like that's the most important thing is being present there. And what I love about um, what is happening in my daughter's life is that, you know, I can sit back. I, I didn't know a lot of, I knew the bride of this wedding a little bit. I'd met her because she visited our house one time and that's it. I didn't know anybody else except for my daughter. And except for my friend that lives in the neighborhood, but that had nothing where the wedding was, but that had nothing to do. She wasn't there. And so I did a lot of sitting back and looking and watching my daughter and watching her interact and watching her dance on the dance floor. And boy, what a joy that gave me inside of me to watch my daughter choosing to live life and to be happy. And, you know, it was a funny story, but uh, of there wasn't really a DJ and, you know, whatever. They figured out a way to play some music and turn it up loud and get dancing. And it was such, it was so, it was so great to, um, to watch her, watch the joy in her face and watch her having fun. And um, there's been times that there wasn't any joy in her, in her eyes and she wasn't having any fun. And she didn't think that she wanted to live. She knew she didn't want to live. And she tried to do some things to end her life. And today she's choosing to live. And another thing, like I went and I sat over on a 
um, in a chair kind of away from where the reception was. And um, I just was reflecting and looking and under the beauty. It was dark. I was looking at the skies. And she came over. She goes, what are you doing over here? She goes, come on, Mom. Come on. Come dance. And it seems like a little thing, but it wasn't. It was so, it was like, come on, Mom. I want to be a part. I want you to, and me to be together here. I want you to be a part of my life here. There were many times that she didn't want to. And so, again, just being grateful for that. It, again, fills me with so much joy and so much gratitude and so much like, again, I could think back onto all those days and all that, and I could think about the future, but you know what I'm choosing to do? When she's choosing to live and being happy and joyful, I'm choosing to be present and notice the joy and also notice the feelings that are inside of me. I think that's the message here, besides those other things about faith and not being able to control others, is, you know what, being where you're at today, and that's what I encourage you to do, is like, where are you at today? Not every day is joyful. Not every day is sad. But if you can be present to where you're at and notice, take some time to pause and notice and say, hey, what's going on here? How am I feeling in my body? How am I feeling today? And notice that. And like I said, it's not all going to be good, but just notice it and notice it and be present to that. Because once we do pause, I took a mindfulness-based stress reduction course. That was one of the things that continues to stick out in my mind is that finding pause and time to pause and noticing then we can make the choice. When we get so busy with life and we get so wrapped up in stress and busyness and this and that, like we don't take time to pause and so we can't notice. But when we do, when we slow down enough to notice and pause, and again, what's going on? And then you can make the choice. You can choose to smile. You can choose to make another choice if another choice needs to be made. But can you hear what I'm saying? You notice and you pause and you notice. And a lot of times, again, on this weekend that I spent with my daughter, it was like pausing and being grateful. Being grateful that I could watch my daughter living life and choosing life and choosing that joy. And because of that, and not that it's dependent on that, but because of that, I was joyful. I was grateful to be there, to be able to be her mom. I've always been grateful to be a mother to my children. But, you know, when your kids are struggling, it's difficult sometimes to show up, show up good. But um, when they're joyful, again, it gave me time to pause and be grateful. And it was a great weekend. So I say these kind of things and wrap this up as... We all have a journey of life, right? And we're not defined by our past. Um, We go through things and we learn things, but we aren't defined by our past. And I want you to hear that and to know that if you've had a storied path, if you've had a path of struggle and past of all this kind of thing and you're ashamed of it and you're wondering, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't think I can get past this. Or what? who am I if I don't have this struggle? Who am I if I don't have one X, Y, Z? But we aren't defined by that. Our, our 
present day today doesn't have to be defined by the things that we've gone through in the past. I believe those things we go through in the past are taught to learn, are taught are there so that we can learn things, right? And that either we grow or we learn or all of that combined. And so we're not, you're not defined by the stuff that you've gone through. I'm encouraging you to be present to today. And what do you want your story to be today? What do you want it to be? Yes, for the future. But again, when we start meddling too much into like, we want to really control the future. Yes, there's goal setting. And those are conversations for another day. But let's be present to who you want to be today. And how you want to show up today. And can we see the good? That weekend was a weekend of seeing the good. And there's still things that, you know, I could improve on as being a mom and all that. But I chose to see the good that weekend. And it was good. And it was fun. And there was dancing and there was laughter. And there was, it was just, and there was tears. And there was just looking at the beauty of the weekend. And so I leave you today by just with those things, you know, when we find times of joy, again, we can reflect on the past and and the way it used to be and the way things are today. And sometimes that's a way for us to measure like, hey, wow, and not forget about like, wow, where we came from. When we look at that picture compared to the picture today, the beginning of this weekend, when I look at that picture from five years ago, man, there was a big difference there. And so we celebrate. We celebrated with that bride and groom that day. And we celebrated my daughter being happy, but my daughter and I being together, that's what I celebrated, that I she could be there. We could both show up and be joyful and then be joyful together. So know that, again, faith is important. We can't control and change others, but show up for you and show up for you to be present today and what you want your life to be today. And yes, we all have a past. We all have a story, but don't let that story of your past define you for who you are today. You have a choice of how you want to show up today. And I encourage you to put a smile on your face. Take a pause and notice. Notice what it is today. Take a pause, look around and look for the good, because I bet there is some. Even on those days that it's really hard, I bet you can find some good. So thank you for listening um, today. I, I, I uh, hope you come back and listen. Um, we've got some great interviews that I've done, it, and we're going to be sharing with you, and some more wisdom to share. And please, again, continue to share. I love the fact that one of my listeners said, hey, why don't you do a podcast about that when she saw my post on Facebook? So I appreciate that, all kinds of ideas that you can send my way. But I think most importantly is know that you're on a journey. You're on a journey of joy and that joy is the journey of you. Life is the journey of you. Choose wisely, choose the good, and choose to find joy. We'll catch you next time. Hey there, ready to live a more joyful life? Considering connecting with someone who can help you? If so, I'd like to be that person. I offer a free consultation where we determine where the chaos is in your life and how you can learn to bring more joy each and every day. Visit my website, moiragorski.com, or simply email me, moira at moiragorski.com, with more joy in the subject line. I look forward to connecting, and I'm here to say, there will always be some chaos, which requires a little juggling, 
but you can find joy and live your life intentionally filled with that joy. Let me help you on your journey to joy. And that's joy, the journey of you.